Yo, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is I, the most high, Chris, and I'm with my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. Chitty Bang, Chitty Bang. And we are feeling quite awesome today. You know what I mean? Yo, yes. shout out to, uh, a quick little shout out, man. I haven't seen or talked to you in a while, man. Shout out to my good friend, Matt Riddle. I hope shout all is well. Love the twins. Love the love the, love the the baby Looking boy, Zach. Looking forward to seeing you and Roddy Terrell. Yo, they Sorry, gonna Terrell. beat the shit out of each other, bro. They gonna beat the shit out of each other, yo. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, we got Rhea Bardot to be. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. Uh, Lisa's out there competing and shit, being strong and shit. So shout out to shout out to the Riddle family. But no, man. Uh, the uh, 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 um, if you guys don't know that theme song that we led into, it is the the man. So rest in paradise, Mike Awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, fantastic performer. Beat the shit out of a ton of people, and you love that in professional well, wrestling. Also, a monster. Go back and check yo, out the yo, run. don't look well, at his WCW yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, fucked up, fucked up. Watch the WCW run. Yeah. Watch, yeah, watch the ECW run, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch the ECW run and, and just check out him just tossing niggas around. Watch him Masato Tanaka mm-hmm. power bombing them through tables, and nearly killing each other. It's ridiculous. Check out Mike Awesome. Recipe Mike. But um, yeah. Let's get with the shits, you know. You guys check us out on RW Podcast more on the Twitter. Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on iTunes. You know, we're all on the, all the platforms of social media, all the platforms where you get your podcasts. And this is, let's get with the show. We're, yeah, we're, let's get in the show. Um, it's it's not relatively late. We've recorded later. You know what I mean? Uh, but it is ten o'clock here in Orlando. It's hot as shit down yes. here, nigga. God. Damn. We're in the balls of singing. Bro, it, it ain't even summer yet, nigga. No, it's not even summer. So, um, but yeah, man, it's 10 o'clock, so we're going to try to um, kind of convey everything in a concise manner. Um, as y'all know, we get high, we talk about wrestling, we break down the week that was, and we can't talk about the week that was in professional wrestling without talking about the, 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 the launch and the start and the 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 inaugural, the inaugural broad uh, line yeah, descent. Yeah, the um, epic show that was AEW. There were nothing, and I say epic because no. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I'm a piggyback on that. Right, it was, it was epic. It was epic. It was a monumental date in wrestling history. We're gonna go back and look back on this day and say, hey, I remember watching that live, or I, oh, I was there. If you guys were there in uh, Las Vegas. It was. It, it seemed like it was a magical night for not only um, the the fans, but even for the competitors. You can see it in their motivation in the ring. You can see it within the vibe of the, the night, the energy of the night. You could see that they guys came out there to play and show what they had to offer and show and change. They want to change the world of wrestling. So with them cha- putting out their first effort, I, I'm going to say they hit a home run. Honestly, <laughs> they hit a home run. And what I mean by that. It's not necessarily oh damn that was WrestleMania or that was the best show I ever seen in my life. It was it was a solid first show? I think it exceeded expectations in terms of it being a solid first show. No, and with that being said, like we come to talk about wrestling uh, from a production aspect and just off top, like for them to be, um, I know AEW was announced at the beginning of the year in January for them to put their first show on in May. Yeah. Um, to quick turnaround, five put a, a quick quick turnaround. Um, production value was was well. 
um, get a roster. You didn't even have a roster. <coughs> Correct. Yeah. Correct. They didn't have a roster. Didn't have a roster. So um, this will not be the podcast that's going to a kiss ass to the show. Or shit on the show, but we will bring like valuable content about our opinion. We really do believe that the pro- I know personally, I think the production of the show went well for for someone that's not WWE. Other than the the guy missing Cody Rhodes' entrance, I don't know how. Well, like, I th- that's I mean, a director's thing. So yeah, that's yeah. a you know I worked I worked at MLW. Um, you know I worked. Did at you see M- that? N- n- uh, d- so Dave doesn't miss a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Who's not there? Dave. Dan, I'll, I'm sorry, Dan. Dan's the Dan's the director at MLW. Okay. Dan is in the truck, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to um, the production aspect of of it, Dan is in the truck. He's the one that has this five six camera shot, two hard cam, the stationary. Yeah. We set it yeah, up right. Yeah, you got yeah, the yeah. hard cam, the yeah. stationary. Then you got the three um, the camera that almost beat that we both broke. Then, <laughs> the camera that we almost broke. Bro, yeah. Yo, me and CT <laughs> was handling a quarter million dollar camera, bro. Tr- like, yo, we was really in these production trenches when it comes yeah, to wrestling, yeah. dog. You know what I mean? So, but no, and so we were trying to figure out how to break that shit out. <laughs> thank God somebody came and stopped us because we would have broke that shit. Um, uh, so we, but, yeah. So the so it's really production it's, value. I think it was up to par. For a show with that backing and money behind it, um, I expected to see a wrestling show, and that's what I got. I was yeah, not, it was I trying to see anything completely different than what was for, for, for sure. For sure, it reminded me of an R.H. show. Now, I don't mind the production value of an R.H. show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Ring of Honor has a really solid production team. Sinclair, honest, obviously, is yeah. behind them. Um, so they have a they have a well produced show. It does look. Minor league, our race does. AEW was a little bit above that to me. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They had they had a little bit more pizzazz. Yeah. to their presentation. Yeah, for and sure. And they're going to TV, so you know they have to like like not just any type of TV. They're going to broadcast TV, prime time. That's going to be a place where you you got to put the money behind your presentation. And I think they that the, the chips. The, the whole theme of the Vegas I love first of all I, I love the, I love themes I, I'm kind of upset that WWE doesn't do, do kind of themes right? anymore for the yeah or yeah. even and even for the pay-per-views you remember like back in the day Armageddon that's what I mean that's fucking what, yeah. swinging goddamn drink you know what I mean fucking guillotine guillotine man yeah. <laughs> so but, um, um no as far as production value I think they they, they they hit it out the park with that too <coughs> I just and it's about to kiss their ass it's literally because this is their first crack at this. Yes, this is their. And mind you, this is the first crack at for all of them. Tony Khan has never, never done this. Chris Jericho's never done this. Uh, Tony Rose, Young Bucks, none of them have ever ventured this way. And to say, hey, we're gonna venture this way to our best of our ability, and that's I'm sure you know. You mean you know that. Putting your creativity and collaborating as a team to create something is not easy. It's not yo you know? like and obviously everybody can have this can be on the same page. Obviously, you know everybody can be like have a, a vision of a, of a goal, but everybody does have their way of going about them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So to collaborate and collectively uh-huh. come together and 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 bring forth. Um, you know, honestly, all the war shit between what they're doing is creating and pre- preventing another avenue for, for for themselves. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if you listened to the podcast. I did. I had a chance to. 
Um, uh, John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose. I want to get to that. I, I, I never, I don't listen to it myself, but okay. I have heard what he said. Yeah, I listen. Uh, I listen and, to it. All right, and I just want before we get to that, I wanted to go through the card a little bit and just say where where I picked up for me the night because I want I'll just end with that Moxley talk because I, I feel like I want to have I have a lot to chew on with that. But as far as the night was progressing in terms of the match quality, which I thought they had to bring it, the night picked up for me. As a fan during the six woman, uh, I can't. I'm sorry, I don't forget the names, but the Japanese um, ladies who came out there and performed a hell of a show, beat the crap out of each other, and the crowd was going crazy for them. Crowd doesn't know who the fuck these ladies are. There's no one. No one can sit here and name these 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 ladies. I mean, come on. Unless you're a die 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 hard wrestling fan <laughs> who knows every damn. I don't think you could not watch this and saying, okay, I know this match is going to be built this way. But the, the, the match, not the matches up until that point weren't good because they were all sufficing and they were all good and they came to do, and they did what they were supposed to do. The match was, the, just, the night was slowly building. And when it got to that match, I feel like it hit, hit, it hit a moment for me where I was like, all right, at least the match quality is going to be, they've, they've consistently got a reaction from the crowd, you know? And those women did that without even having a name for themselves. Okay. Right after that, we got the Cody Rhodes versus uh, Dustin Rhodes match. Unbelievable. I texted you. I texted Rich in the group chat. Yo, this is a match of the year quality match. Like, it, it, it's, it's a contender to be match of the year. And it's, and honestly, we can, we can talk work rate or whatever. And it's the, it's the moment of wrestling. It's a moment. It's the, it's the, the Dusty Rhodes legacy pretty much uh, having a payoff of all they've been through in the wrestling industry having the two sons have that they finally had moment. the match that they could have had in WWE they, yeah remember that remember the feud that they had it was uh, Stardust go Dust yeah. and that wild crazy like I'm almost, prop to yeah. finish and it, it, we never got the payoff we and, never got the payoff and, and, and I'm almost glad that like, we didn't we get did. it in WWE because we got it here we got it here and, and it meant yeah. so much more yeah you know I, and, and I want like to, we can go and talk about the Cody Rhodes getting a sledgehammer and hitting the the throne of like yeah. the, the, the shot at the triple yeah, H yeah it was a shot at I trips. think yeah people are saying it's corny it's kind of hokey and it is. I'm not gonna say it's not. That is a little bit gimmicky. You didn't have to do that. You did. But me personally, but I, you future endeavored me three years ago, my dear. Yeah, yeah. But I, I loved it. I personally, loved I, it. I liked it. Yeah, because it draws a line in the sand. You know, I'm not sure if you heard of Alexander the Great. Uh, no shit, nigga. My name is Alexander. <laughs> of course, but that nigga is. You know, and he would burn his ships so they can't go back. That is Chris. I mean, not, I mean, not Chris. Um, Cody. Burning his ships and saying I'm all in and figuratively speaking, in on this show. I mean, honestly, too uh, to piggyback off that, like, like again, you know, I, um, bro, like, I'm Dusty's son, and you thought I wasn't gonna find my footing in this business. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Dustin did his thing because Goldust is a trend. When we talk about transcending characters, there's only few of those characters that you can name, bro. In wrestling, exactly. And Goldust, and Goldust is one of them. And and Dustin didn't have a chance to re invent and reinvigorate himself. He he didn't have that ability to do so because he was placed in that box, which we'll go ahead and go into about being placed in the box when you're Mm -hmm. in the company. Yeah. Um. 
So to be able to kind of be able to ride out your contract or at least be able to, in Dustin's case, ride out your contract or be able to be like, hey, man, it's been 22 years. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It, you know, what else or where else can I go yeah. outside of being this nostalgic character that you only utilize in certain cases? Exactly. Yeah. You know, you create this character, you create this... Gimmick that every all you go imagine imagine being a guy who creates something when you go out to the people they love it but when you come back to work where they're like they don't appreciate what you created yeah you know it it it's it, 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 it's a fucked up place to live in because you're like I owe it to the fans yeah to be this gold dust thing but then or Stardust or whatever name whatever brand or Dean Ambrose or whatever it is you owe it to the fans to be this character that you created on TV but at the same time when you go to work they're not. Using you to your your ability that, yeah, you, that you know you can, you know you even with the Goldust character, you held back. exactly. So with those two people, with with Dustin doing that, with 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 Goldust, and then like I was saying, Cody getting Future Endeavor three yeah. years ago, like three years ago, my man got thank you for your service three years ago, and three years later, him finding natural friends. Uh-huh. In a business because of natural passion, yeah. created something and he, and that he sought him out. Like exactly. he, saw, he sought out the young bucks. Yeah. He was saying he's like when he left WWE, he knew they were doing something, and he knew bro, that he wanted to create something. Look at all this merch. Them, them niggas getting out the mud. He saw out maybe there, one bro. young bucks match before he called them up after he got um, released. I mean, that's me and, too. I've always had one but he had, but he knew that they were at least doing exactly. something, even if he doesn't know what it was. He respected that and through, they connect with the fans. And through Bucks, they had Kenny. Yeah. And Kenny worked, you know what I mean? Like, And Kenny's also someone who has the mentality of, like, I don't have to conform. Exactly. And I don't want to conform. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, again, you know, that's that's us and uh, us, um, you know, giving you guys credit, man. Like, stepping out on your own. Um, uh you only get one life, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you only and get one. You only get... And you can't let somebody lord over you to create who you want to be. Or what you, know, you want to do. what you want to do. Yeah. So, uh, I think just Cody taking it upon himself to find that lane for him and create something not only... that's gonna It's going to be remembered no matter what. He already made history. And he already made, he already yo, made history. You already made history, bro. You already made history. You already made... You know, and, and, and congratulations to everybody that was a part of history. Yeah. Um, that Dustin-Cody match had such... It, that 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 was what wrestling supposed to that be. was wrestling that was wrestling in its purest form yeah that match it had story it had regardless of it, it made sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, that, like it made how, how many times have we came to this podcast and we're like this wrestling shit don't make sense this was I mean was, think about it the younger brother would bloody the older brother who was like 50 years old to a pole exactly you know that's what should that happen. happen and even though he t- his, his wife bu- busted him open uh, it was just a great story all around you know and I love Cody always putting Brandy Rhodes involved in his match involved putting her Supporting on to the, point, yeah. to the point where Brandy's her own character within the wrestling co- co- um, industry and can hold her own or within and, the, within and as also an asset to Cody as like Think about legendary uh, um, um, couples? Uh, couples and legendary managers. Okay. Sensational yeah. Sherry. Yeah. How she was involved even with Harlem Heat, Shawn Michaels. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Elizabeth didn't do too much heel stuff until WCW, but her baby face uh, empathy helped Macho get over. Yeah. Like, those type of characters 
adds something. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So shout but out to it Brandon. Even to, a, even, even to a higher degree with uh, him. She's part of the company. She's like chief yeah. brand officer. Kind of like She's Stephanie. She's Stephanie for she's AEW. She's Stephanie for AEW. So he legit gave his wife a role in, in his passion and, and puts her on within his matches. Puts because she matched, her pa- she matched his passion. With her, with her passion. And she introduced... Awesome Kong, and it meant something. Her over there introducing her, and on her own, she don't need Cody, and we still look at her as her own thing. I love that. I love the Rose, like I really do. And I mean, through all this, Cody made is slowly becoming one of my favorite wrestlers in the, in the, in the oh in for the, sure in the, in the industry completely. for sure. Well, I've, you know, speaking of that, um, I think the Usos for sure are our character spotlight that we'll do for the E. Mm-hmm. But we will and we have to get a Cody Rose character spotlight. Like, Cody's tra- Cody's legacy is cemented. Mm-hmm. He he is like like who, how, right. how many people take their father's that that weight mm-hmm. and, and bench that shit? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like completely just, just live up to it exactly exactly you know, man uh, like that that's it's, it's no matter what Cody does now he's done his proud proud so proud so yeah like so proud and, and that moment it resonated it just resonated with me everybody people are crying in the crowd they're crying it's the pure like you said it's wrestling in its purest form so I appreciated that I appreciated that moment as a wrestling fan to yep. see that on screen as a wrestling fan definitely yeah as a wrestling fan just to see that on screen so them creating that and giving that moment Made well made it a well-rounded show, you know. Because then we had after that the Young Bucks versus uh, the Lucha, Lucha Bros. Bros, the Lucha Brothers. As uh, what are you supposed to say? <laughs> yo, shout my guy Ray. Yo, I yo when I first yo, I can I, I remember the I remember the day at MLW. I think this was their first their first show uh-huh. with MLW. Um, and Phoenix wow. and Penta were stuck at the airport for like two, two and a half hours, bro, because just breakdown in communication. Yeah. And they're, yeah. they're, bro, we're at, we're doing shit. So we're doing shows in Guilt Nightclub in Orlando, Florida. Yo, start from the bottom. Yo, and so, yeah, Brandy's, Brandy's like, who has a car? And not, not Brandy Rose, Brandy from LW. She, uh, she's like, who has a car and who has WhatsApp? And I was like, uh, I guess I did. <laughs> and she's like, Terminal B, go pick up two wrestlers. And I'm like, okay. And uh-huh. lo and behold, it's fucking Ray Phoenix and Penta that I pick up. Uh-huh. I don't even know who I'm picking up, bro. She didn't even tell me who I'm picking up. I just pulled up to the fucking gate and I was like, um, I just pulled up to the gate and I was just like, yo. Wrestlers, wrestlers. <laughs> they don't have their mask on oh, or anything. No mask, no mask yeah. nothing. So it's a fucking airport. Yeah. I met, I met them. I met them. Bare. So you were just saying wrestlers to wrestlers, strangers, to strangers, bro, strangers. And what? it was like, and they, I, they looked, and I'm like, yo, they sent me, they sent me. You know what I mean? Because I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. But Ray and Penta, they spoke it. Threw their bags in the trunk. They hopped in the whip. Ray smelled bud because I, oh. I had because I didn't I didn't know who I was picking up so I didn't know who smoked. Yeah, the you know, last person I took home was MVP. Shout out to the shout out to MVP, shout out to MVP man. Shout out to MVP. We got to get you on podcast. You yeah. said hit you up. 
We're gonna hit you up. So uh, check out his uh, uh TED Talk. Yeah. And oh, it's TED, TED Talk. His and TED Talk is the character spotlight. And character spotlight. Honestly, but check out his his, his TED Talk too. Yeah. So Ray. Uh, long story short, picked up Ray and Phoenix. Uh, Ray and Penta from uh, the airport. They've been legit. Like you know, every time we see each other, is love. Uh, they are complete. Like. First time I met them, they're FaceTiming their family, let them know that they met, okay. and puts me on oh, camera. Oh, really? <laughs> so I get to see, you know what I mean? So La Familia, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so. La Familia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yo, shout out to Ray Phoenix, shout out to um, Pentagon, and you guys had an incredible match. And even with the, like, the language barrier, yeah. they still managed to have this incredible match. Young Bucks, for all you have to say, Young Bucks don't tell a story in the ring, they're just spot guys. They told a whole story about how they're, they were. Um, they were rusting in the ring, and and they st- it was a great story they told in the ring. So they could, they, they earned my respect throughout the years, Young yeah. Bucks, because I thought they were spot monkeys when they were the generation me and TNA and stuff. But they have so, they matured so for so, sure. so well. But the psycho again the, the business aspect of mm-hmm. it, the psychology and growing within the business, you kind of and I and shout to Jericho. Jericho's a, a, a vet in, in mm-hmm. itself. You know what I mean. Who who can add substance and let you know how to how to continue how to engage your audience with the spots, yeah. but also space them out and tell a story within a ring. Mm-hmm. So they told a great story. Um, speaking of Jericho, he was the main event yeah. with Kenny Omega. <sighs> you didn't feel it. You didn't like it. So let's keep it a buck. We've been keeping it a buck this yeah. whole time. Kenny Alpha and Omega Two wasn't it for me. Wow, I, I didn't. And I, the finish I was trash. The finish was trash. Jericho, you're not Andrade. This, this I'm telling you, it, that 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 elbow shit. Andrade does it smooth. I don't see that can be Andrade's finisher. I would buy it. Jericho, not so much. Uh, Jericho, I understand you're trying to evolve and ch- change your character. Maybe you can get it over, and you probably will get it over <laughs> because fans are fans, and they like whatever you do over and over again. But for me, as a fan, I don't buy this elbow. Um, it was a great match to me, cause I, and I think that I think I think I, I grew in my respect for Chris Jericho. Like he's this age, moving okay, so no, well, no, 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 okay, putting so, on great matches. Okay, no, 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 not <laughs> great matches. He's putting on good matches. Now again, Jericho's three. You know, went, man. I, that's the theme. That's my point. His endurance is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't need to see a half-hour Chris Jericho match. I loved it. I think it was. I thought it was pretty good. I thought. I thought it told a story. They were beating the crap out of each other. I. I think maybe it could have been a little bit shorter. Maybe a little bit. But it was. A, it was a pleasant match. I mean, as a main event match, I thought it was good. I think it was um, feasible. I'm not saying it was. It didn't steal a show. No, no, no. I, I, okay, okay. So your idea of a great match and my idea of a good match. I think it's the same caliber. It's just my my semantics. Okay, your interpretation of it. Because when you're saying it's a great match, I'm not giving yeah, Chris it's not Jericho. Five star. A, it wasn't five star. No, I'm not giving Chris Jericho a pass for going out there and performing what he put himself out there to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you put yourself on the main event of the show, I would expect exactly. I yeah. would expect you to have. A good match, a good outing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. My thing was is that the, I, I didn't buy the story. I, if 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 AEW is building the future, give me Hangman and give me give me Kenny. Hangman and give me Kenny. Have Chris and Dean feud because you'll add that. You'll add that. What because my thing is with Moxie. Seen that though. But okay, 
for one, that's fine. But you haven't seen it in this company? And for two, I would rather you not put Kenny and Moxley in a feud and waste Hangman against Jericho in a title feud? Now, mind you, Jericho Cachet can put Paige over, but I don't want... If I don't like Paige, if I don't like Jericho and Kenny, I'm not going to like Jericho and Paige. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. And, and if, you're, yeah. if you're going to TNT... I would rather the name be like, you know, John Moxley and Chris Jericho. When people say Chris Jericho, oh, that's not John Moxley, that's Dean Ambrose. And then they're like, what, they're on a new show? They they needed Chris Jericho's winners, though. They needed him to win over somebody enough that that the fans... Like, oh, he's no, because people and also for the general audience who for people who are like they know Chris Jericho. If you're old, you're old fan for that WWE, and you haven't tuned in wrestling in a while, and you're like, oh, Chris Jericho's facing Kenny. All right, who's this Kenny Omega guy? Chris Jericho wins, and then he gets to lose to Kingman and put him over in that aspect because he's out of everybody in AEW going into the show, he had the biggest name value. And I'm saying you, you could have had him lose to Kenny, and maybe, but it wouldn't, I think that. First of all, you can't make Kenny signing that big if Moxley doesn't interfere with the match to make Kenny lose because Kenny and Hangman were presented as the faces of the company. Mind you. That might have been better, honestly, if Moxley interfered to make him lose. Because, that, and that's my thing. Yeah. And that, that, that's just me telling, that's just me adding my little thing to the story yeah. because of how it was presented to me Kenny loses clean to a finish that is trash, and then at the end, his animosity is... He lays... First of all, he lays there for like a thousand days. He's selling an elbow. He got knocked the fuck out. Okay, Ooh. fine. And then he gets dirty deep into... It's a new move. The, okay. This, that's my thing. Uh-huh. You end, Now, you can end on a high note of having uh, Moxley appear... But have it have something to the match because therefore, if you have the interweaving of those four in your main event feud for your title, then it means something. Okay. Now Hangman wins this battle yeah. royal that was trash in the pre-show, so you don't even see Hangman on the main card for one. And then you have Jericho win a match inexplicably over someone that you can make into a new star. My, my, I think that you're right. I think that if they did it through the Dean interference, I would have been that would have had a more layers to it and ways to play it and out. And you it have been a fatal four way for the title. Exactly. And then the, the champion has exactly. Beaten, and you have a, a whole, whole main, mer- built in main event exactly. scene already. Exactly. And that's excluding you know Cody and and, and, you know, and exactly. But he's probably going to be in the tag division with his brother. And I think that's a good way to uh, work. I think Cody intentionally is putting himself in the tag team division to, to give that division some credibility going into the future of AEW, which is great. Because uh, he probably will but one day be in the main event scene, even though he's one of the he you know created this shit. He's a, he's a vice president. Uh, as a whole, I'm just looking at it. I think that AEW just needs a little bit more in the, in the women's division. And if Sasha were to leave WWE, that's would be a, a great thing, a huge. Bro. But we, what we did get was Dean, and, and this is what we were debating: is does Dean move the needle for AEW? In my in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I honestly think he does. I think that I was telling Chris yesterday, I was thinking that AEW needed a young face value player. And that's what WCW got. They got 
younger face value player and older face value player, but they took a bunch of names from WWE. AEW to have a, a chance to be on TV and people stop on your channel and say, you know, I'm going to interest in today to see what Chris Jericho's doing or Dean. This is this is a good move for them, and I'm not saying that it's John Cena, but you don't need a John Cena signing to come to to be an alternative to WWE. And I think that John Moxley brings a whole different aspect to um, and approach to wrestling than he did as Dean Ambrose. I honestly do see a transformation with him, and I and I've seen and it's funny because I I've seen his promos as John Moxley before he entered the, the WWE, and I just it's just it's just really charismatic, man. And I know maybe it's not something you vibe no, with. No, no, no. I, 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 I like Moxley. I like Moxley, but it's it's all it's, it's wrestling. You know, it's the it's the it's it's the it's a character. Yeah. So I mean, and I saw a crazy ass character that got busted over the head with like LED lights. You know what I mean? I didn't see Moxley as a storyteller. I didn't see Moxley as... Um, but you probably just watched his matches. Uh, uh, again, I'm telling you what I'm... Don't tell me that... Don't tell me he's a needle mover when he wasn't a needle mover. Moxley and CZW didn't put... Like, he didn't... Like, he, he was on a radar to wrestling fans. Uh-huh. But, but did you watch him? In CZW? Yeah. No, but that's John Moxley and CZW. I, 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 again, so that's what I mean. So my thing was when people was like, oh, we're getting John Moxley. We're getting John Moxley. I go back and I'm like, okay, we're getting John Moxley. Okay. You feel me? Uh-huh. Like we're, we're, getting, we're getting Dean Ambrose rated R. Okay, like that's mm-hmm. that, to me – Fine, but my thing is, is that when it came to Dean, um, I always thought that organically his stories that could have been told would have been able to get him further along. Like he can get a chance to do that now, though. Again, yes, yes, he can get a chance. But the emotional, maybe you'll grow with him more. I mean, but the emotional attachment to the stories again was what have what would have gotten me invested as a wrestling fan. Now I have to start over one. Uh-huh. With this John Moxley character, two, with n- not the eye that everyone has. That's gl- like I'm not you. glorifying. I hear you. you know what I mean? Like that's my at thing. At the same time, like, like if you uh, now we can talk about like that interview he had. His his hands were handcuffed for sure. For for sure. Like, yes, he was for handcuffed sure. for sure creatively in WWE. And as anybody knows, at his creative being in a corporate environment where you're handcuffed, you can only do it for so long. Yeah. You only for so long. It's just it's like once from the time you're in there, it's the time it's like it's taking until like until you get worn out. And Dean is one of those people where he's not going to be like a bird in the cage. Not to mention, he said that uh, they just had him doing things that he didn't want to do. Yeah. These promos, we we, we saw it yeah, in his we, performances. Yeah, we, we saw it. We we called it months ago. <laughs> these these promos, and and I would come here and be like, I'm so disappointed with the doing a Dean. And you, you know, sure you sure as hell like we're like what's Forget about it. Like, don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm like, but, yo, it's so bad. It's like, they're intentionally ruining this guy's character. And he, and he said it was a camel. The Stratic moved the camel back when they did that whole vaccination thing. They had him saying things to, about Roman's cancer that he wasn't really fucking with. Yeah, we, we you know? definitely was just like, it, it, it was bad. 
It was really it, bad. It was really bad. And 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 for someone that has again the passion that we're talking about with Cody, like Dean has passion. Like he in the interview, man, he said like he'll wake up in the middle of the night and just like think of promos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and then he'll practice them in the mirror. Or like he'll think of something in, the, in a match to do to an opponent, okay. and then he'll start planning out the rest of the match. Like yeah. he was passionate. He was like when he was hurt. He was like when he got in the mold. He started watching the product and not just his product. He started watching wrestling. He started watching yeah. you know uh, ROH and Impact. Mm-hmm. He started watching you know back Japanese death matches yeah. and stuff like that. Like he was getting himself psyched back to come back to wrestling, and then he remembered of where he left off at, <laughs> and he was just like. I'm not excited anymore. Yeah, and sure enough, not it, inspired. And sure enough, it would it was that mm-hmm. he was validated in his feelings because it he came back. Uh, uh, I think that's SummerSlam, right? It was like, remember we said it. He was like, we're gonna have a psychopath in yours, and we're gonna have a lunatic in my corner. It was like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's you like know, that's how he brought him back. That's how he was like, you know, and so. I, for one, am happy for a creative um, to be able to now be able to expand themselves. Um, So I am not, for one, going to shit on the fact that John Moxley um, is with AEW. What I am going to do is going to say pump the brakes as far as... Because he didn't come over to AEW as Dean Ambrose. It's a difference than when WCW, like when they got Lex Luger. Lex Luger didn't change his name. It was Lex Luger. Macho Man didn't change his name. It was Macho Man. Oh, Hulk Hogan. Hogan cha- it was yeah. Hulk Hogan. So when those names jump ship, those that now, mm-hmm. the difference between is like, yes, it wasn't Razor Ramon and Diesel. Now, can Dean Ambrose be John Moxley and make that outsider thing feel the same? Yeah. Now I have to wait for that. Yeah, exactly. And so I, and I will. And I have the faith on. In the, in the, like, see, as, and I, I, I really do. I'm not. This is like not. I just see the future sometimes when it comes to wrestling, and I see that. Especially, it's very telling when we get to the, the week that it was for WWE. It's very terrible telling that. And then you look on Twitter and you see the, the on Instagram and you see the way people are fucking with AEW, and then you see their response to. The WWE problem It's not They're never gonna have A problem making money yeah. WWE is always gonna make money yeah. But when it comes to The creative vision And having a television show That people wanna tune in Every single week to see And say wow Wrestling's cool again I have A really Sneaking yearning That these guys I can't bet against them I can't bet against them They've done it twice now With these two big shows With these big shows Sold out And they've also created A moment for Wrestling fans that we're always going to remember. I can't bet against these, these creative minds. I just know when you get creative guys that can collaborate together and really make something happen, they can take on a, they can take on, take on anybody. They can they want to change the world and they they will change the world. And of course, they are changing. They are the changing world. So, the world. So let's let's uh, let's go ahead and table up our we we. This is the first time I think we've spent extensive time on another product outside of AEW. Thirty five minutes. Uh, but yeah. they des- they deserve us to speak on them, uh, especially when we're talking about how we look at wrestling. You know, yeah. we come here. This is fifty four consecutive weeks. We've spent most of our time legit 
talking about the WWE product and how unfortunate it is that we can't get emotionally invested within it. Uh, so shout out to AEW for making us feel that again. Um, yeah. Definitely intrigued. Cannot wait until you guys uh, are, are are officially on on television. I'm gonna check you out. I'll Absolutely. be there. Um, so let's get into the week that was, which yeah. is Raw. Um, where, like we said, we're, we're 35 minutes, 36, 37 minutes now into the show. Fuck it. Yeah, but now let's late. get into the week that not low. I mean, I can breathe, bro. No. The the week that was can be breezed through with us just completely taking a dump on it. <laughs> Raw, super okay. Not excited for one, but intrigued because I'm like, all right, this pay per view was a success. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know how I did financially, but who cares? Mm-hmm. Culturally impact. It's a critically acclaimed film. Double or nothing was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Raw is presented forty. Five fucking straight minutes of a talking segment. You can suck my dick. It was atrocious, man. Bro, I told you I'm a grown-ass fucking man that watch wrestling, and I spend my dedicated time and my off time to try to, like... It's like they're pissing on you and telling you it's raining. No, they're Every pissing week. on me and they're telling me it's piss, my nigga. <laughs> That's what the fuck they're doing, nigga. They're pissing on me and they're telling me it's non-water, ammonia-smelling, yellow-brownish piss. It's, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. Again, you give me Kofi and Seth Rollins calling out Brock Lesnar? You want to fight niggas that much? Look for Dolph Ziggler, nigga. He whooped your ass and you ain't did shit. Yo. <laughs> oh, I'm going to let you talk. I need some water. I need some water. Uh, what's up, Days? What up, my nigga? What up, Days? Yo, I was gonna get some water, nigga. What up, bro? Yo, what's up, Days? Yo, uh, Iron Man in the Iron building. Man in the building. Yo, I got hype, man. Man, fuck these niggas. I'm about to, man. Yo, son, like it, it, it. It's just even the sequencing of it. Even the sequencing of it. You have Kofi Kingston get attacked by Dolph Ziggler. Uh, he gets saved by Xavier. Kofi Kingston gets taken backstage. Xavier and Dolph Ziggler brawl, and then Kofi saves Xavier. What the fuck was that? Like, what was that? That was like a good thirty minutes. I was like a good thirty minutes of nothing. Um, and it's not like they can't put a storyline together. With Kofi and Dolph that builds to a show that makes me want to care and see it. It's not like they, and I know they have a shoot their own short time constraint, but like, we have a whole other week of this shit though. We have a whole other week of them building to this Saudi Arabia show. So it's, it, it's I think that they're just being lazy. And, I, 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 it, and it's like they're not even trying because it's like they're not. They're just out of touch. And especially with the way that AEW moved the needle in terms culturally. I thought there was going to be maybe a little bit of a response, but it's not. And I think the WWE is just going to be 
uh, the company that makes a bunch of money. They make stars. They make household names, and they're going to make that bread in the future. Unless something drastically changes, we got to expect WWE to give us shit until they notice that creatively they're, they're lacking. And, and NXT, is, like, you know, we always talk about NXT creatively is, is super... It, it, it hits, a, hits a pocket that wrestling it doesn't hit. And AEW had a kind of same feel to it, in a, in a sense. Because it actually, it put, you can tell that there's care behind the product. Raw, you can tell there's no fucks given. Yo, we didn't get a match until like 50-something minutes into the show. Bro, and, and it, it was, it was shaming. I want to knock my motherfucking shame. camera over, nigga. And, 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 oh, my God, bro. It? Lance, Lance yo, shout out to my guy Lance first again. Another MLW, yo, sh- yo, love the core bar, man. I know you don't like me. I don't know why, because <laughs> I mean I think I know why, but you know, shout out to shout out to MLW, um, love you MSL, yo. So Lance, right? We're like, oh, we're getting another, and because uh, at, at first they had um, uh, a fat, fat um. Sammy Fatu, okay. uh, another another uh, um, uh, Samoa Dynasty okay. uh, guy. So Lance gets his big shot. We're thinking that you know he's gonna work out. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure he was hella green to okay. you know to me. I, I never ran ropes, so whatever <laughs> you know. I hey, think, but, yeah. I mean, but he, he was, yeah, maybe he was. Who yeah. Knows? So um, so Lance, my first um, my first. Um, encounter was MLW. I did pre tapes with Bruce Pritchard with Lance and Hawaii. I feel like a fucking G, man. Name dropping. I super. <laughs> <laughs> Stay name dropping. Nigga, I ain't got clout, nigga. I am clout, nigga. You feel me? The young nigga been around, dog. You know what I mean? But no. yeah, that was the first match we got. Now, um, shout out once again to Ricochet and Cesaro. I think that you guys should have started the show off, kicked off the show. If this, even if you're giving us the same exact show, at least switch off the order of it production wise, so we yeah are not bored to death for the first whole hour. It's like they intentionally bored us to death. Yo, look. Okay, so peep this. Like, so for those kind of, I know you guys, uh, uh, wrestling fans, probably have been to a show before, but like, look how look look how. Um, oh, I was on ours. Oh, 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 my bad. No, 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 no. That's good. Um, I'll go back to mine. Um, the thing about it was with being at a wrestling show, right? So if you're on East Coast time, right? If Raw starts at eight, you have to be at the venue probably about six thirty, six forty-five, because seven o'clock doors open and they usually tape main event, right? So if you want to get there early, you get there early. More than likely, you're going to get to the show about 7, 7.30 so you can be there by 8 of the start of a live Raw show. For those who go to the show, more than likely, it is a family-oriented show. So more than likely, those are people coming home from work, uh-huh. grabbing kids, and then heading down to a venue. Uh-huh. So from... 6 a.m. more than likely or 5 a.m. whenever their day starts till 6 p.m. to when 7.30 p.m. to where they think they're going to get some entertainment. They've had a long fucking day. A long day. And granted, 
you kind of maybe know what you're getting yourself into going to a wrestling show. You know it's going to be a long, drawn-out mm-hmm. thing. You know you're going to spend money. You know it's just going to be a process. WWE, man, you got to help us out, dog. For someone as a wrestling fan who coming out... First, then you advertise AJ. AJ's not even on the show. People got yeah. their shot and their signs, their shirts, their gloves... To come see AJ, you don't even see AJ. You replace it with Baron fucking Corbett, who then goes over in the match. What's a good match? Fuck. What's a good match? Yo, I'm telling you, pay attention to these matches. There was for you gotta look at. You're it for, telling me to pay attention to. Okay, so the, okay, so look let's at get the it. way that they're working. Let's get these guys within their wheelhouse. They did a great job in that match. Man, listen. How many times am I going to see Braun Strowman be Braun Strowman? One. How many times am I going to see Bobby Lashley being wasted in the ring? He's not showing his wrestling acclimate. He He's not being a badass. Okay. He, how many times is Miz going to be a ragdoll as a babyface or a just heel? Just pay attention to the spots that he had with Braun. There were actually legit spots in that match that were that were I thought were creative and dope that I didn't see. They were they were dodging each other and doing shit like it was really really I thought I thought it was good as far as what they got to do. To come to, to the ring and put on a show, the men are doing their job in the ring. The men, I'm telling you, if you pay attention, the men in WWE are doing their job. And when we talk about Cesaro and Ricochet, this fatal four way I thought was dope. What I thought was really idiotic was that it, and it was, there was a advertised it as a elimination fatal four way, but then there was only one pin. So you might cut, you could have just advertised it as a fatal four way if you knew that Braun and Bobby Lashley. There was no eliminations. Why did you advertise that? This makes no sense. Anyways. I thought it was a good match. And I feel you that there's no emphasis to make us care about these people. That's why I'm actually paying attention to the match to see the men who are actually putting on a damn good show. Yo. But it's hard to care. My thing is, is that they can be putting on a good show. But, again, my point to the start of the story was, who cares? That match happened at 10 o'clock. I'm drawn out as a viewer yeah. on television. Yeah, at that point, you're right. And that's so why I- I'm not even paying, trying to even, because for one, is is Miz, is Braun, is Bobby, and then now is Baron. Those are four characters. One, you can't really get in. The ring work, okay, they're performing. Yes, those are performers. But they are, like you say, have a wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Right, Braun doing the drop kick at feet is very athletic, and it's a it's spot worthy. Or or, yeah. or or them fighting into the crowd, Bobby yeah. and Braun fighting into the crowd. It, it, it kind of like he dodged. Like, he dodged. Bobby, like, Bobby, just, Bobby just like fucking box jumps over Braun. He yeah, just, yeah. That was, that was, that was, that was that, that's a you know? that's a and what, he uh, that's 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 there's some cool I, shit. I if. I'll probably be more involved or invested into it when their one-on-one happens. At I will be more see more yeah, of that. Yeah, because that made me that was like, honestly the Bobby and Braun interaction because they were dodging each other, doing all this shit, and uh, there was some the connected, you know, real, real big man shit. Creative for them, I thought it was creative because I didn't want to see that match and their interaction. Then you're like, all right, I want to see what they can figure out to make a a dope interaction at. The show now. Do we care about the storyline? No, there is no storyline. 
There are no storylines for anybody going into this this show, except for Dolph Ziggler, and, and it should have been me thing. But there's no teeth in that either. There's no storylines going into Saudi Arabia's show. So why is it canon? Why do we have to care? Why do we have to write anything going into this show? Write for uh, the next Backlash or whatever. Write for the next pay-per-view or SummerSlam. Build these stars. Build new people. We still have Brock Lesnar over here with the fucking boombox. You know, like... And, and we, it's not at all anything worthy of of wrestling. You know, it's, it's just gimmicks on gimmicks on gimmicks just sell shit. And it's so transparent. So, I mean, now people are going to buy that Brock, Brock Party t-shirt, I guess. And it's because they told Brock to go out there and boombox this shit. Radio Rob Brock. <laughs> I'm not. I joke with trash. I might edit that out myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, and then I don't even get me started on this twenty four seven title man. Like that, that, I, I can't even. So that's what, that's what I'm saying, man. Like raw, raw was. It hurts my feelings, man, because I'm going. I'm watching y'all every week to cover y'all on this show, and y'all don't give a fuck. Y'all don't give two fucks. Which is why I don't give a fuck. <laughs> don't man, don't bro, because. Realistically, man, why should why should why should we? Like, let's just enjoy. Like you said, I I watched the match, but I wasn't my. I, I am a match guy, right? I'm a match guy. So you say, you know, I'm not paying attention to the match. I am. I see those spots, and am I impressed? Yes, but overall, match quality. It, you know, it, for a television show, I paid a four way. I didn't think that I would even care. About, I, I wouldn't care about what they did in the ring, and the four men—they're—they're they're, they're legitimate professionals. You know? uh, I think that that in their warehouse, you can't expect them to be AJ Seth Rollins for what they did. You just told okay, I, I you're telling me I have to appreciate like like you just told me with Jericho and with uh, with Jericho and Kenny, like you know he had a great match. He you know he put forth a great effort. That's fine, nigga. That's okay. But when first of all, I'm not. I, I'm I'm not prepared mentally to be replaced by with Baron Corbin. So uh, now, so now yeah, after seeing last week, so now after last week, the way so now after last week of seeing Bobby and Corbin as a tag team against Kofi and Seth, I'm not intrigued to see them two men in the ring again. Because they worked the same tag team match. With like they did a handicap thing on Miz for them to have the match. <laughs> Braun laying on the like how I'm, of course Braun's supposed to have energy. He laid on the fucking f- arena floor f- f- for a quarter of the match. Granted, it's produced that way, but like it like if you gonna give me a fatal four way. Boss to the wash that shit. I don't want nobody breaking. It's on TV. It's not like it's not. Nah, I don't you. care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You think I don't give a fuck? Boss to the wash that shit. So you seen what Cesaro? You seen what Cesaro and Rey Mysterio did three weeks ago? They had a little bit of short time. That match was a, a, amazing. A, 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 it was a great quality match. You're right. You're right. But these are not Rey Mysterio and Cesaro. It don't matter. Don't, I don't. Big men who get tired and you know. Nah, said, Bobby's a world class athlete, man. Bobby's a world. But he's world working class. with other big men who, I mean, who are also athletes in their own right. But it's not going to be 
Rey Mysterio Cesaro. Ooh, it's a different. It's, it's a different type of match. I, f- uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna like, like I said. I'm not gonna shit on matches and give a fuck about it. Yeah, so Cesaro, I buy that. I'm not by by me. I giving a fuck about yeah, it. I shit on it. I do fuck. Cesaro and Cesaro, your your masterpiece, man. Right? When it comes to the, this 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 ring thing, every single match he's had on Raw. Granted, he worked with Ricochet and um, Rey Mysterio. He's done a great great job, and then he he took somebody's head off a couple times. Yo, some, Cesaro is legit, and Ricochet. You're legit. You're amazing. What they did in that ring, both weeks, man. They saved. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they saved the show. They saved the show. They didn't save the show because the show's so bad. But they were the best thing about a really bad show. Bam! High spot because we didn't do it. Yeah, that's high high spot. Ricochet and Cesaro. High spot of the week for CT and Chris. Ricochet, 53 minutes into the show. Oh yeah, our high spot of the show was Ricochet and Cesaro. <laughs> All uh, right, yeah. So uh, let's move on then. No, uh, real quick, you wanna, when you want to move to SmackDown, just get that over because it was just too. Well, Raw was just shitting. Yeah, let's Raw, Raw, Raw. I mean, that was the, our. We really wanted to. The, our oh my goodness, uh, uh, worst produced. Let me get this in here, Naomi. I love you, sister. I really do. I, I, you are a beautiful black queen. Stay your ass out the way. Okay? Get Move. Get out the way, nigga. We want to see them motherfuckers fight. Okay? I want to see those niggas throw down. So if you will please do me a favor and please glow your ass back. Is that, is that your booking black? <laughs> Naomi, blow your ass back. <laughs> yo, yo, she's like, I invited him. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you didn't like the. Bro, no, so man. My worst, my worst, my worst. I mean, not, that's not my worst produced because it was produced fun. It was well, it was well produced. It was kind of hokey and, and corny, but it was WWE. It was my worst written. I would say that my worst written was my worst written of the week was Naomi interfering in the revival Usos feud, um, not allowing that animosity to pick up. Yeah. Um, and I don't know That's probably Naomi Just performing a script Obviously we say Dean Ambrose said in the, if You get a script You do it uh-huh. She's performing a script It was still Naomi probably wants to see him Go at it too Shit Yeah That's what I'm saying <laughs> like, She should Tr- oh, Trinity Bro, Tr- she probably wants yeah, to yeah, Tr- yeah Trinity for sure Want to get after them Niggas dog yeah. But no um, Yeah so that was That was my That was my worst Written of the week um, Because It then null avoids The great match that they had last week television match because you could have expounded on them because I think Usos and Revival are going to Saudi. Why not throw that match on Saudi, man? I, I would I would tune just, into that. I yeah, would tune I would in. love to see that. In Saudi. I'm gonna tune in anyway because I'm at work bored as shit. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that match is gonna, that should that should be dope. Fast Honestly, honestly, um, put it on the card. Yeah, put it on the card. They're gonna be out there. Yo, put them on the card. Uh, give them some time. I would say. And let them go at it. I would say next week on Raw, have the Revival finally get some heat on the Usos, like legitimately beat them down and get some heat on them. And then it's like, all right, they got some heat going into the pay-per-view, and we'll see what happens there. 
I think that's all that angle needs. It, it, and it's not an angle made for us. It's no. made for kids to laugh. Uziha, all that shit. Yeah. You know, it's made to be goofy, well, lighthearted. When, when we're talking about tag team of the decade, right? When we're talking about best tag teams right now, with the Revival throws their name into that, and I say Uso's best tag team of the decade because they definitely throw their name in that. When you have the quality of that, when you're talking about talent-wise, because the roster is talented, they don't have the ability to do much with the roster. Mm-hmm. I think you have an ability to showcase tag team wrestling and an ability to get them back to where they want to be. You want they do. They, but they want you're so blind that they can't focus on that. But so blind. They just, they're so blind when it comes to tag team divisions, period, for a very long time. They, it's, it's, they, they, they barely can get build a second-tier Intercontinental or U.S. champion. They barely could do that. They don't have time to even think about a tag team division. The only, the only way a tag team division gets over is when people have good matches. That's the only way tag team wrestling gets over it. So it's up to the Usos and Revival and these new tag teams coming up to really bring it. Because they're not going to look to tag team to build a whole tag team division and feuds and give them the shine to give the main event scene or the women's division. They're not going to give them that shine. So what we got to do, what you got to, we want to see is at least give us good matches. And we all want to see the revival. Usos, they tore it down a couple weeks ago on that Raw match. I want to see it again. Book it for Saudi Arabia. Um, so yeah, we well Raw was just it was just a downer. So then I'm like, all right. Can't get kind of much worse for SmackDown, and then it's like, ha ha, hold my beer, nigga. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo. So SmackDown kicks off, of course, a promo, right? No, it wasn't much. Coming out with the coffee to kick off to kick off SmackDown. Ah, uh, so, okay. Yeah, and I appreciate that because I was like, they better not have shit ah! Walk his goofy ass out here one more goddamn time to start a show and talk, talk about Roman Reigns. I would fucking blow my fucking brains out. Honestly, I probably will next time I see this guy on the screen. Because, I'm sorry guys, I, maybe I'm, I'm being too much, too invested in this. But it really bothers me the same thing. I don't know for some reason it's really getting under my skin. It's just bad that he's so much. He's so prominent on on TV. That's bad to the degree that he is when they have so much so much talent. It's really bad. And it's not even good shit. It's like the focal point of all this shit. And it's like him and the Miz, him and Roman Reigns, him aligning with AJ, him him aligning with uh, Drew, Drew, him aligning with Elias. It, 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 it's, like, it's been for a very long time that I mean. You want to bring him back for like a spot at WrestleMania? Fine, go ahead, boom. Don't keep him this heavy throughout bro, he the been year. Back, he been back throughout heavy the year. for like three years. Yo, bro. push him in the background. He shouldn't be having main event matches throughout the year. You have so much talented competitors. Get put. I would rather see a Drew Roman rematch and Drew go over. You know, give him some credibility because God, when you see Drew, you're like this guy. You can't do nothing other than this. Um, give him that special that, that rub like, just put the spotlight on Drew not Shane and everything you're doing is building an old man for what reason why are you building this already built star Shane is Shane's gonna have oh, forget it. as we're talking talk about it I'm I'm yawning it's just because it's boring it's it's stagnant um and 
So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna highlight some good things. Uh, best produced Alistair Black promo. No, it's not. I'm sick of these Alistair Black promos. I'm I'm, I'm sick of them. Well, I mean, I, how, I, I, first of all, first of all, how are you sick? How are you? First of all, how are you sick of his promos and like Bray Wyatt's promos? No, because Bray Wyatt promos are a piece of art that's like you know to create a feel, and it creates a creepy feel. That's all you need to do as Bray. It creates a creepy vibe. I don't just like being talking in the dark because and not saying all, anything. And then one week saying, "Oh, people are going to say who I'm going to call out." Oh. Who's gonna call me out? No, nigga, get like this. This no, is the best they can do with this no, guy. Okay, first of all, 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 Alistair is now presented as a new character on SmackDown. We know that the people that watch SmackDown aren't the people that watch Raw. And the people that watch Raw aren't the ones that watch SmackDown. They're presenting a new character on television. Who they don't want to just throw on screen for us to then say they're wasting. Mm-hmm. So they're building quote unquote anticipation because those who are intrigued with That's this smart. new character. That so with that being said, he can't go to Saudi. He can't because of the te- so. I'm not saying they cannot have a Alistair Black promo and have it have some correlation to who the fuck Alistair Black is. And stop, stop doing some convoluted shit. What do you mean? This and Alistair saying, Black is convoluted. Oh, he what is it? What is Alistair Black's character? He's what is what is Al, what is? I'm telling you, if you speak to him, he can tell you probably more deep in detail what his character is because it's more it's, it's it's gothic. Honestly, it's gothic. That's his character. So there's more to the gothic or or Satanism or whatever you want to say than. Saying hey, just call me out, and I, and I respect him. He's a face. I'm not saying go there now or whatever. I'm saying just create. If you want, if, if your goal is create a character, create a character. But three promos back to back in the darkness of him talking, I don't think is the best way to do it. That's all I'm trying to say. And he's not going to be at Saudi, so I get it. He's, so he's not. They're not building him to put him in matches and all that stuff. But I would have rather had a Randy Orton promo. Shit. If you're going to build to Saudi, you know, I, I honestly, I. I, I You utilizing the roster on SmackDown, I don't think it's used to the best ability. You know, it's hard to see them having a entertaining show for the long haul unless they get a really big angle. And I don't think that Roman Reigns and Shane is it. They need something more than that. And if Becky is not there anymore, there's only so much you can do to have a good show. You can't just rely just on. Uh, just solely good matches, and you need you need to bring some characters to this shit. And they didn't even have great great matches this week that stood out to me. Yeah. So. <sighs> that's SmackDown. Sorry, well, brutally honest. That's how I felt. Well, the week that was wasn't so much a good week, but we stayed with it. I didn't watch the next day. I'll probably go home and eat my get my my lady made some food for me, made some Caribbean food. Yeah. So I'm gonna go home eat some chicken Shout and rice. Out Shout out to baby girl, my my child holder. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go home and watch NXT. So I'll probably be a little bit more informed. But I just know that it's just leading up to the pay per view that Saturday. Um, 
Oh, Kushida and Gulak was tonight. So okay. yeah, I'm definitely gonna go home and watch that. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I am just like we said. We got another week going. Into, we got another week going into Saudi. Um, so we'll just, you know, ride this wave, see how this car maps out for Saudi, uh, watch Saudi. Um, yeah, we're not doing predictions for Saudi. No, 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 we're not doing predictions for Saudi. Uh, I think we are, didn't we do predictions for NXT this weekend? Okay, yeah, this Saturday. we do predictions for that. Um, alright, so they have five match card, obviously, yeah. you know, NXT's hot. Um, four-way tag team match, ladder match. Um, we're going for everybody that's black, dog. <laughs> you so know. you already know. You Street already know. Profits. Street Profits all the way. Hold that shit the fuck down, <laughs> my niggas. You, do, you dig? That's our booking black. That's it. That's it. No no more detail. No, no nothing, nigga. That's it. Booking black. Street, Street Profits. Tag team tag. tag. Team. Yo. First, yeah. yo. Go show the fuck out, Kings. Word. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's it. Um, so that, that, we don't even need to let y'all know who else in the match. Street Profits winning it. Yeah. Nah, but it's four way. It's Street <laughs> Profits versus Undisputed. Um, Oni Larkin and Danny, Danny Birch and um, uh, uh, the Forgotten Sons uh, for the vacant tag team titles. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have um, uh, Io Shirai or Lo Shirai. Lo Shirai. Lo Shirai. We're gonna have Io Shirai. Um, uh, versus Shayna Baszler, Baszler for uh, the women's title. Um, I think Io goes over. I don't think so for some reason. I think that uh, Shayna's gonna win. Man, you always peter out at the end. Yeah, I think Shayna's gonna win. I think that Shayna Baszler <laughs> is gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man Okay so We got a the Conflict right there So uh, I got Io Shirai You got Shannon Baszler So we'll see how that plays out Yeah um, The next match on the card Velveteen Is Velveteen and Dream Bay. And Tyler Breeze I mean Tyler Breeze Sorry Tyler <laughs> uh, Tyler Breeze um, Oh come on We already know, we already know. <laughs> Again <laughs> Everybody has black dog So Velveteen <laughs> Don't even matter. Uh, um, yes. And then um, next match on the card, we got our bro, my homie Matt Riddle uh, against uh, Roddy Strong. Um, I think this match might steal the show if they give it some time. And the only reason why I say it might steal the show is because we're going to see. Two oh people beat the shit out of each other. They're gonna be. I can't wait. I yeah, wait. I mean, I, I opened uh, the show with yo, it. All I'm gonna we're say gonna is, close the show with it. Yo, They're gonna beat the shit out of each other. Oh, yo, just look out for my bro's back, though. Oh yo, man, yeah, breaking. yeah. Look yeah. For my bro's back. Yeah, you're right. ODing with the back, breakers, bro. <laughs> and bro, don't be trying to oversell shit, man. Like, <laughs> it hurts enough. I'm pretty sure. You know what I mean, like. Don't be taking off the top rope turnbuckle backbreakers, my nigga. I mean, my G. You know, I switched the wording up when I talked to you, bro. You know, yeah. um, but no, I got. I think Matt goes over. Matt is on yeah, his absolutely. way to number one contendership yeah. um, because the person who will win the NXT Championship in the main event will be Adam Cole. 
Adam Cole is is Adam Cole. Uh, Takeover. It, it has to be written in the stars. Takeover twenty five. Oh, yeah. This is the moment. This is Adam Cole's moment. Um, unfortunately, Johnny had his moment in the sun. Uh-huh. Uh, he couldn't have gotten it over Ch- Tommaso Ciampa, who's recovering. Shout out to the Blackheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is Adam Cole's moment. Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle. Uh-huh. We predict. We really predicted, fucking predicted that. this shit. Yeah, Adam we Cole said versus the title. Matt yeah, yeah. We said go back and listen to the um, podcast. We said that um, Adam Cole's going to be Johnny for the title. It's going to be Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole. Um, in him and yeah, in well, Brooklyn. Like, but I think it's going to be a SummerSlam, so they're going to be in Toronto. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, Toronto, Matt's yeah. going to have an amazing time in Toronto. Oh man, Toronto man. I haven't been to Toronto. I've heard, bro. It's I. I might. Uh, damn, I got a baby on the way. I like man. That. <laughs> <laughs> I like oh that. man, yeah. Hold it down for us, <laughs> Joe. Uh, so yeah, I, I think Adam Cole goes over. I think we build into summer uh, SummerSlam weekend with Adam Cole and Matt Riddle. I think that program will be fantastic. Mm-hmm. You finally build Matt. Matt will be champion. Uh, he will have deserved it, mm-hmm. and then that will be fantastic. So that's my booking, bro. Do you think that in between uh, now and booking, bro? <laughs> do you, Do you think that now between SummerSlam? that Roddy beats Velveteen for the uh, North American Championship? Um, and then Undisputed win the tag team titles again? They might, Undisputed might take this tag team title ladder match, but we're rooting for everybody black. Right. I just hope they don't put it on them. I, I really want Tree Powers to get it. I really want it. Because I see them putting the titles on all Undisputed. Yeah. You know, that's the only reason why uh, I, I say that because they, they I keep mean, saying that if, if Undisputed wins it, then it has to trigger something for Street Profits to wear at that SummerSlam weekend. Yeah, it's it's, huge. It's, it's, it's... Yeah. It's there. Yeah. It's the American Alpha win. Yeah, exactly. You and know it's, what I mean? It's, and it's, it's, it's the build-up. You know, the story until yeah. the culmination of Toronto. Yeah. So, you know, if, if my but, guys don't... Yeah, if we don't, want it at... We want it to... We want, want y'all to have it at now. 25. Yes. Yeah. Um, going but, into 25 yes. I mean, going into um, Toronto yeah. I would like to see you guys come into Toronto as tag team champions but if with the swag with this, that nobody if has if this undisputed thing they might that might be I mean it might pop though I mean yeah. honestly you know undisputed is the most over thing in NXT yeah. Um, them having all the gold and and and, and, and uh, okay. cashing on their prophecy and if they do that have them hold all the gold and have them all drop at the same time in yeah. Toronto. That'd be fire. Like the end of the era. That'd be fire. Because and then they got the undisputed and, and then an undisputed era happened in Toronto because those guys are coming up for sure in October. Guarantee it. Mm-hmm. You think Vince not missing out on that fucking money? You're crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like <laughs> mini NWO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mini NWO making an appearance on Fox? Yeah. Hell yeah, what? man. If they do it right, though, I don't fucking trust these niggas, yo. <laughs> God. I really yeah, don't yo, trust we, Yeah, we got some really great ideas, man. So uh, we're going to get the, um, we're gonna get it popping for sure. Uh, writing some things, try to get our name out there, the copyrights, try to apply mm-hmm. for these jobs. Um, shout out to Cass, opening the door for black people being back there. Uh, so we, we do see that as an avenue, and we feel like that. As wrestling is changing, I think we can make our imprint. Even if we don't do it for WWE, I know uh, AEW's right down the road in Jacksonville. Uh, you know, uh, shit, Impact, 
is in is in Orlando. Uh, we're gonna get involved, and we're gonna expand on this knowledge and this uh, passion that we have as well, rather than just talking to you guys for an hour. Um, but we definitely do appreciate you guys sitting with us for an hour. Um, we have fun this show, uh, mm-hmm. as much fun as we can have with what they presented with us. Uh, so we'll just we'll we'll see we'll we'll enjoy NXT. NXT always gives us a great show. Mm-hmm. We'll enjoy NXT Saturday. We'll probably do an Instagram live for um, <clears throat> you know through, you know throughout the winnings of the night. Yeah. Um, so you can see our reaction live reaction. We'll do that. Um, we won't have a post show. We'll cover it the following week though. Uh, at the end of the week, as we always do. So we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, check us out, Reasonable Wrestling. Oh, wait. Do, what, that's it. Uh, do we have anything else? Reasonable Logic. I, was, I mean, unless... Oh, my yeah, business logic was just a was just AEW. Uh, yeah. I think we kind of covered, yeah, covered it. We kind of covered um, our business business logic, man. Uh, let's not okay. Let's not break tradition. Business logic, real quick. AEW, um, business wise, you guys did fantastic. You guys did fantastic. CT supported. He bought it. He watched it twice. He said. Um, I watched the live. I, I was out of town, but I did watch um, uh, on uh, Bleach Report Live and on YouTube Live. I watched the pre-show. I saw the um, the the, bat, the the battle royal. Um, I saw battle royal. I saw, I saw Sammy Guevara uh, um, and, and, uh, match. Um, so uh, you guys are doing tremendous business for one because within the wrestling community you guys have created a spark absolutely and you did that logically right you did that reasonably you did that with the idea of hey man we're gonna try to make wrestling wrestling again with the pro wrestling elements of having you know uh, championships that matter, matches that matter. Even though I felt like that the main event didn't matter at your pay per view. You know, you know. Even though uh, I thought, you know what I thought was genius, them defending the A Triple Triple A Tag Team Championship on their own show. I think that's genius too. You know that that putting on another whole culture, putting on another whole um, title and, and company. And they get shine, and you get shine for for having a title that matters oh, yeah. on your first show. Uh, I mean, a, a, a title match on your first show, a, a match with stakes as, ter- as terms of the ti- um, with a title. I, mean, I think it was a genius move. Yeah, logically, business wise, so, having that open gateway with uh, um, uh, 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 with Mexico and Dean's gonna be in New Japan. So yeah. clearly, his five year deal. Or multi year you did with AEW. It's not exclusive. Not exclusive. Yeah, he, he said it, he said it's not exclusive. He works in the dates whenever he wants. Um, That's incredible. Yo, and business wise of wrestling, like again, MLW man, I, I've been shouting about our show. Uh, they got able to uh, they're showing TV over in UK now, okay. and like they have their working relationship with their Mexico, and like you know they're literally raced out, and you know having like in with Conan, and it's. It's very lucrative when you're able to run territory esque business and then collaborate. Yeah, you know Absolutely. what I mean. Collaborative effort, man. So shout out to the business. It's like everybody's making so much money, and they they really are changing the world of wrestling. I think even said the the boys, the stock, the the price of of what they get paid 
is now shot into the roof because there's actually another game in the in the in the whole aspect of wrestling. Yeah. So you can legitimately hedge your bets and like bargain. Yeah. With WWE, you can't just like okay, well, no one's gonna pay me WWE money. Well, now somebody might. Yeah, or somebody you know? at least give you a decent or you can so do you can, or you do indie bookings and, and, can, then, and, and make, make them more. more exactly. Yeah, and so um, so shout out to you know business and logic of everybody outside of the WWE. Um, you know, like we said, MLW, AAA, um, um, Impact, ROH, AEW, um, New Japan. Uh, you guys um, having a, a work with everybody doesn't work with everybody, mm-hmm. but you have those bit like shit. We was at Madison Square Garden, man, for ROH and New Japan show. We got to fucking see Okada live, bro. Mm-hmm. I got to see a Rainmaker! <laughs> And he won the IWGB Heavyweight Championship, bro, in New York. I got to see Kota Ibushi wrestle for the IWGP Champion uh, in the Continental Championship against uh, Tana, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 Naito. Naito. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I got this. Tranquilo. Tranquilo, nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because of the working relationship. Like, yeah. it's dope. It's dope as shit, man. It's dope as shit. So, um,. Shout out to shout out to everybody doing their thing, mm-hmm. uh, and shout out to us doing our fucking thing. Fifty four consecutive weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're about to wrap this show up again. Word. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank Tune you. in uh, to next week. Follow on Twitter RW Podcast One. Follow on Instagram Reasonable Wrestling Podcast, and check us out wherever podcasts are being podcasted. Obviously, because you niggas are listening. Peace. Peace out.